The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things Burgundy and Gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, everybody, to the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM, if you're listening to us on the radio, anywhere where you get your fine podcasts, if you are listening to us digitally. He is Kevin Stanfield. I am Claude Jennings. Uh, you know, Kevin, again, it's so funny. It's, it's The thing to me about the commanders and talking Burgundy and Gold and the show that we've been doing, um, I don't know, maybe it's been the last eight years where the storyline is the same, but there's so much to talk about. I've never seen there to be so much to talk about when, when nothing changes in an organization or with yeah, a team yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. And that's the story with these guys, man. You know, with this organization, it, there was that little transitional period where it seems like every, and when I say every, we, the, you know, the people that listen to this show know football. I, that's one thing I have found out. And I, and I tweeted a couple of days ago, I'm surprised by how many people around here don't know football, right? You mm-hmm. know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and then the narrative for that period of time, it's all Snyder. It's all Snyder. Once Snyder leaves, I'm going to buy tickets again. Once Snyder leaves, once Snyder leaves. And everyone was so focused on Dan Snyder that they didn't realize that Dan Snyder wasn't playing quarterback. Right. Dan, Dan <laughs> wasn't calling was plays. Coaching, he wasn't calling plays. He wasn't coaching the defense. So right. well, all it is is the 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 curtain has been curtain, and we see what's happening. Right. And the wizard's name is Chaos. So yeah, it's it's, it's always been there. It's, it's always been there. It's just that we've we've. Uh, we've fallen for the okie doke as they used to say in the day. <laughs> yeah, well, and talk about the okie doke. I, I feel like I almost hit you with the okie doke a couple of weeks ago when we did um, fake news or not. And the question was um, that we will see Jacoby Brissett again playing quarterback. And I think you said that was fake news, and it ends up being news where yeah. not only did we see Jacoby Brissett in the um, week 16 loss uh, to the Jets. Um, and Jacoby Brissett, by the way, did the same thing he did two weeks ago, the, the, the week before, <laughs> prior to that game, comes in late. Throws a bunch of t- those two touchdowns. Uh, looks like uh, man, if he would have been playing earlier, maybe they could move the ball. And now, in typical Commanders coach Ron Rivera form, uh, guess who's starting Week 17 against the 49ers? That would be Jacoby Brissett. Uh, too too little, uh, too late. If I'm the most upset person, should be Jacoby Brissett because it's like, why are you playing <laughs> me now? I don't want to go in there and get killed and lose two games. Right now, Jacoby Brissett is probably the hottest backup quarterback on the market. And why in the world would he want to play and ruin any of that stuff with these guys? You know, interesting. You know, you know, I have that philosophy. I don't, I don't listen to the game broadcast when, when I'm watching the game. I, my philosophy is why should I listen to somebody who knows less than me? Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but I just happened to to go through the replay because you know it was a Christmas Eve. We had a bunch of people at the house, and and, and I didn't have a chance to give my in depth analysis because I actually had to sit in the same room with those people. Right, so, right. <laughs> I, <laughs> who I'm all, who I love, by the way. Of course you do. Of course you do. But at the same there time, was, there's a football yeah, yeah. game on. Come on. Right, right. I believe it was Adam Archuleta that said at one point the Cleveland Browns once Deshaun Watson went down contacted Ron Rivera to try to get Jacoby Brissett back. 
Mm-hmm. And Ron Rivera said no. <laughs> At which point... <laughs> why aren't you playing him? <laughs> yeah, why, why? Why keep him? It reminded me that, that your grandmother used to have like certain plates and stuff around the house oh, yeah. that nobody ever ate on, right? You mm-hmm. know, you save them for a special occasion that never really came. I said, well, ever, I'm kind of special. Ever. <laughs> let me let me eat now. I'm special. It was like Ron was saving <laughs> saving Jacoby Brissett for that special occasion. He was the guest towels in the guest bathroom that you can't use, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. So, he was saving them for the special occasion in week 15 when they would be down by 20 <laughs> points. And just let's see if we get. And then a special occasion in week 16 when they were down by 20 some odd points. And let's see what he can do. Those were the special occasions. And the special yeah. occasion. Well, the special occasion this week is Chase Young coming back to FedEx Field. So that's what he yeah. was saving them for. Yeah. Okay. Well, I after after watching the uh, the the Forty Niners and the Ravens the other other night, I uh I I don't think they have much to worry about from Chase. There's a lot of other dudes in their team that might that might <laughs> that, oh, that sure. might not be in the greatest of moods after that game. The one uh, that's the one thing I thought about watching that Forty Niners Ravens game was like this is not going to be good next week at FedEx Field because these Forty Niners are going to come back mad and wanting to prove something, and they still have the number one seed in the NFC to to play for. Right, right, right. But but if if nothing else, it was shown that they are. Uh, they aren't unbeatable. Uh, right. I, and, and what the Ravens did basically was they put pressure up front and then in the backfield, they kept everything in front of them, right? Mm-hmm. You would see mm-hmm. McCaffrey bust off a, a, a 15 yard run or a 15 yard pass, but everything was in front of them. They weren't trying to chase him down from behind. He was looking for a, a hole to go through, right? You know, and, and that's, and that's a good philosophy. There's, there's so many weapons. There's so many talented athletes on the 49ers. Uh, many more than on the Jets, <laughs> you know, but the mm-hmm. Jets, the Jets still with, um, uh, gosh, what's the quarterback's name that started out in Denver, uh, uh, Simeon, Trevor Simeon, uh, right. you know, it, it still came out to 27 to seven lead, you know, mm-hmm. on this team. At one time, I believe Sam was like three for nine for, for 60 yards or something like that. Right. He did not have his greatest outing, uh, if something happening here, I don't know if it's injuries. I don't know if he broke up with his girlfriend. But this is not even the same guy that started the season. Now, when he started the season, I saw a couple of things when I said, well, this is not the guy. Uh, you know, he might not be the guy eventually. But I just saw a couple of things in his demeanor that said that this just was not the guy, right? And, and you know, I've been ridiculed or judgmental. There's a <laughs> He has his own cheering session, the the Sam Howlers or, or the Halloweenies, <laughs> as I call them, right, mm-hmm. you know? But it was just something – man, we're seeing so much football in our lives. Man, I know football. I'm not – you know, I don't know all about football, but I know enough to recognize when the guy can play and when the guy can't. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Sam – was not ready to be annoyed as a starting quarterback. No, you know? no. And, 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 and by the way, not, not only not ready, when they anointed him starting quarterback after last week's Week 17 win against Dallas, there was no reason to to anoint him a starting <laughs> There was no reason to do that. Like, what do you mean he's the starting quarterback going into next year? Uh, there's no reason to make that jump. There's no reason to make him not compete. Uh, you haven't, like, because remember, up until that point, he hadn't played in a game. He was just, he was in practice. He's sitting on the bench. He's watching <laughs> and played that one game where again, Dallas didn't show up. They did normal Dallas late December things. And, and then all of a sudden, okay, he's our guy. Why, why <laughs> not make him compete for the job? He's not ready. I thought coming out of Carolina, he wasn't ready to be a starting quarterback. 
Yeah, well, we said so many times all the decisions this regime makes are due to circumstances beyond their control. <laughs> they have to decide <laughs> because they, they have no other choice, right? Mm -hmm. And But that was, that was a situation that, that, well, in that case, he didn't have a choice because uh, Heineke said, I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not playing. playing. I'm not playing. Y'all risking millions. I mean, you, you know, backup quarterback money is still money, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. You know, you know. So, uh, you know, he and and can you imagine coming off your sister's couch and then being able to make a stand like that? No, you did me like this. I've established myself. I'm not playing. You know, I got a right. career to think about. You mm -hmm. know, I, gosh, I wonder if Jacoby thought, you know thought twice about what what his reaction was going to be when he was named to start. I'm sure being a veteran, he had all the right words to say, well, you know, it's a game and, uh, you know, Sam's a young kid, maybe help him, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But I'm first of all, I'm mad when I hear that the Cleveland, he probably didn't tell him. <laughs> he probably right, didn't. Tell <laughs> this might be news to Jacoby Reset. He, he listens, he you know, I'm sure he listens to our show. And so this might be news to him. Like, wait a minute, Cleveland wanted me? And then and then well, and then this coach says no, and then they go and bring Joe Flacco in, and now they're still you know on target to perhaps make the playoffs. How that? Right. How how that happen? That could have been me. You know, there's a there's a story back in back in the days of the uh, the Joe Gibbs uh, era when the uh, Doug Williams was was, uh, was uh, picked up by the team as a backup, and he knew he was going to be a backup. He said all the right things as a backup. Uh, the Raiders, Al Davis, reached out. And uh, offered the offered Washington a second round uh, uh, draft pick for Doug, and the deal was was ninety nine percent made. And mm -hmm. Joe Gibbs said, you know, famously said he called Doug in his office and said, Doug, I can't do it, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just cannot do it. I can't. I can't get rid of a guy like you. And 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 Doug says that Joe told him, I just got this gut feeling that you're gonna win this thing for me, right? Mm -hmm. You know. And, because Doug said, "I ain't want to hear none of that." Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, of course. Not. I could have been a starter in Oakland, right? You know, what do I care about Joe Gibbs' gut? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's, that's. But you know, we know how that worked out, right? But mm -hmm. I, I can't imagine Brissett being in this circumstance. Number one, not being allowed to compete for the job, right? Uh, you know, number two, it, it has to be obvious to everybody on the team, everybody at, pr at practice, all that, that he was a better quarterback. It oh, had to be obvious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And and he didn't get any first team work, right? you know, right. <laughs> you know, and, and just think of the careers that have been like stagnated for an entire year because of the situation, man. Like, uh, look at like uh, McLaurin, man. Look mm -hmm. at Dodson, right? Yep. Who knows what, Johnny Brown, if, uh, yep. Logan Thomas is going to play again, right? Mm -hmm. look, you know, yeah, Deami Brown. Who knows? Who knows what might have been? But you know, what's interesting to me too. You talk about how you watch Sam Howell now. He's at the same Sam Howell that started the season. Um, you know, again, there wasn't a lot of tape on him. Um, but then right. you take the first couple of games this year, the first half of the season, there's tape on him now. And so maybe, maybe, maybe coordinators are seeing something in, in him because again, there was no tape on him last year. And so, and so, uh, <laughs> maybe they're seeing some things now. And and. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I don't want to pretend like this guy's Lamar Jackson. Oh, it's so hard to try to find out how to defend Sam Howe. It's probably not that hard. And so the defenses <laughs> are, are adjusting and it's making them. And, and by the way, when that is your first season, it's a long season. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. different from being a part of the team and playing the last game of the season than playing every single game this season. It is a long, hard grind that, again, 
I just don't think he was ready for it. That's no knock on him. There's a lot of quarterbacks that come in the league and they're not ready to be the starter by year one for sure, or year two. And for some guys, not even year three, they need to sit for a while. They need to watch and they need to see. And then they get in there and they get their bumps and bruises in the game. And then they become the quarterback that you hope that they would become. Yeah. Well, you know, some of those bruises you pick up on the week six. No, I, I, I changed that. You pick up on week three, Mm-hmm. You might still be feeling them like on week nine, right. plus the other bumps and bruises you've accumulated in those six weeks, right? right. You know, that, that had to be a shock. We, we talked about the book uh, and how to uh, defend Sam and, and, the, uh, and uh, the video that people have the tape. They also have tape of the offensive line, and they know all you got to do is come up the middle, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? And, and see, and Sam knew all they had to do was come up the middle, right? You know? So that's the first thing Sam's looking at, what's coming up the middle, right? And 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 he never got that rhythm of getting rid of the ball. He would, he just like would, I don't want to say give up, but he sort of like resigned himself to the fact, oh, I'm going to get sacked. I'm going here, to get sacked you know? this play. There's no reason to even yeah. try to avoid it. No reason to try to extend the play. I'm going to get hit and I'm going down. Let's just make yeah. let's just make it happen as quick as possible to get to the next play. Right. And and you've had all these weeks of that just, just piling up and piling up. And, hey, it, it is what it is at this point, man. Sam is battered. Sam is bruised. And and it's and it's showing in this place and whatever else the uh, the intangibles as we like to say mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> whatever else but he's he's clearly not the same guy and here's the sad part everyone would preface their statements about Sam with I like Sam right you know everybody <laughs> likes Sam right you know right yeah, right I don't, right. I don't want you to like him I, I want to win games you know I'd rather he be a jerk. You know, people used to talk about Joe Thomas all the all the time. Oh, Joe's a jerk. Joe is this. Joe's a jack. Joe's an ego guy. Joe's you mm-hmm. know, Joe won games. Took us two right. Super Bowls, right? You know, but right. well, I mean, think about it. There's only 32 jobs now. There's 32, but in Joe's day, there was there was a little less right. than that. But there's only 32 jobs like this. You got to have some sort of ego or be some sort of jerk to think that you're one of only 32 people on the face of the earth that can do this you know, right. job right. the way you do it. So I don't. That doesn't even really bother me. It's it's just so interesting. Um, like, you know, like you said, you know, pe- people say, I, yeah, Sam, I like Sam. I, I'm not trying to criticize <laughs> Sam. I'm just, you know, I don't know why there's so much care. And I talked about this last week. I yeah. don't see this much care with other quarterbacks. Like, I don't even see this much care with Dak. Like, people criticize him. He can't win the big one. He's done. And it's like, you know, I like Dak. Great guy. <laughs> he just no one does that. It's just it's just it's just odd to me. Um, and, and and with the how thing, it's almost like okay, you're dating a, you're dating a girl, and she doesn't want to be with you anymore. She just says, you know, you're you're a really nice guy, and I'm sure you're going to make some girl so happy someday. I can't. I don't want to be with you anymore. I can't stand being around you. Like you know, you just don't do it for me. It's like, but wait a minute. I'm nice. I'm responsible. I make a good living. <laughs> Uh, you you know you know you don't have to worry about things. I'm safe. Like all these things you say is great, but for whatever reason you just don't. Why? Because it's in places where it matter. I must not be getting it done. And that's the thing with Sam Howell, where right. it matters. He's not getting it done. <laughs> now not now maybe in this dating scenario, 
He's not ready for a committed relationship. He's not ready to <laughs> jump in. He hasn't had a great role model of how to treat a woman or how to, you know, be the best, you know, boyfriend turn fiance and spouse that he can be. Maybe he needs more time to watch and some more time to observe, but he's not ready to be a starter in this relationship yet. And so the criticism could be unfair, but he's the one who jumped out there. Like, I mean, right. you know, you know, his grandmother's the one that said he's ready to date. She's the one that set him up on a blind date. And so it's like, yeah, right. yeah, he's a great guy, great personality. I feel safe around him. He's wonderful. I don't want to have anything to do with right. it. I even got a friend. I will I, let, let me let me introduce you to my friend Pauline. She'd be great for you, but I'm not. Is is essentially what's happening to him. Right. Hey, look. So, uh, so I guess Ron Rivera was the one that sent him up on the on the blind date, right? You know, or Ron Rivera is saying it's it's not me. It's you. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's be clear about me. who the problem is. Not me. And Jacoby Brissett, you know, he's 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 the next guy who, you know, the ladies know what he is. And he's not necessarily going to get you to the promised land either, but you may have a better time. You you know, there's something about him that draws you to him. And so he's right. like, yeah, you know, uh, I may not get you to the promised land, but we're going to have a really good ride trying to get there. Right, right. You know, I might not go to the the the, the Gucci infused restaurants, right? But we had the Red Lobster, have a good time, right? You yeah, know, yeah, have, yeah. Get full, right? Maybe we'll right. go to a movie afterwards, right? You know, yeah. You know, I didn't make, say, you know, see, when I said Brissette's the one that said, you know, when I said we'll be eating seafood tonight, you assumed <laughs> Ocean Prime, and perhaps the way that I dressed made you think Ocean Prime. I was talking about Red Lobster. And so but we're still going to have a good time. And the biscuits, the biscuits are great. And it's never ending shrimp night. So right. all the shrimp you want, but it's not Ocean Prime. I'm taking you to dinner. You won't come home hungry. What right. more is there? <laughs> With how he's on the there? date and he doesn't know to take you to dinner. He doesn't know right. that you like seafood. He so that's the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, it's a shame because all the pieces were in place at the beginning of the season, at the end of last season, to let a young quarterback slowly develop behind, mm -hmm. of, at, at which point in time, Heineke was a veteran starter. Yep. I love the people on Twitter that come out to me with, Heineke's not a starter, Heineke's not a starter. But the fact of the matter is, he's starting. Right, right that's now. What makes, that's, and by that's the way, what makes him a starter. Heineke's not a starter. And Sam Howell is? Like, <laughs> what makes you a starting quarterback in the league? If you start for a team, then you're you the start. starting quarterback. <laughs> and Heineke was a starting quarterback. So, but, but, but like we said, and it's well documented, like we said on this show, they never gave him a chance to be, to, like, to, like, without looking over his shoulder. He always came in and provided a spark as the backup. And then they play him for a long stretch of games. Why not just give that man? I don't, I don't want to go over the Heineke stuff again because it, it's, it's traumatic for me because I felt like he could have done, yeah, yeah, done yeah. very well. But I will, I will say this. The other thing about Jacoby Brissett is the exes want him back. Like Cleveland right. wanted him back, right? Because the new relationship just wasn't Very working. Good. Yeah, she looks nice. And yeah, she looks great in her outfit. And so, but she's not the other one. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. John right. Watson looked great, but it was all about potential. Maybe he could be what he was. You know, this girl was the head cheerleader and she won, you know, prom queen. But now it's 10 years since prom, and you're thinking back that she's the same one in high school, and she's not, okay? That's Deshaun Watson. And then don't think that that team up in New England 
in Foxborough, looks at Bursette and is like, maybe we should have stuck with him as we tried to build this team post Tom Brady, other than getting rid of him. And then now we got to deal with Mac Jones and, and Zappy Zippy Zap and all the other kind of people that they got playing quarterback right now. There are jobs out there available. Um, you know, he has enough, I think, in the past two games. And this, see, here's, here's the thing. So many people have just given up on the season and playing the, the draft pick game. We got to lose. We got to lose. I don't want to – don't listen to this show. If you like that, just just listen to the, the, the guys on, on the 980 who yell and scream at the mic. Uh, Jacoby has something to play for. This is like an audition for him. And mm-hmm. and for them to think that the that, that guys out there should just like do less than their best or or they're hoping for their team to win to lose so they can get a draft pick. Number number one, the the Chase Young saga should show you that there are no guarantees. No matter right. how high the pick is, there are no guarantees. Just like Bryce Young right now. I'm not saying that both of these guys won't come into their own eventually. But there's there's no there's no guarantee. Uh, uh, number two, you don't know the philosophy of the new regime. Are they going to want to make the the splashy pick with a with a quarterback? Are they going Caleb Williams or are there real football minds in play here who say we got to do something about this offensive line because whoever we get back there is going to get killed, right? You know. Right. So until yeah. that happens, these there's a famous line as as a, as a, a well-renowned movie critic, a famous line for the, for the Rocky movie where the big Rusky told all the Russians that he was fighting Rocky, not for Russia, not for his wife. He's fighting for himself. I fight for me. And so that's what these guys are going to be doing. I fight for me. Jacoby fight for me, right? And if he can have a decent showing against the 49ers who – who appear vulnerable now. I like mm-hmm. what, what the Ravens did, right? The Ravens were because the Ravens didn't play their best game and still beat them badly, right? You know, they had right. a little, little in, inconsequential comeback like like uh, New York did against Philly. But but there's San Francisco playing on a lot of rep, right? They got some names there. You know, they got the Bosa, they got they got one of the best linebackers in the league. Their secondary looked like kind of putrid. And they were and they played dirty. <laughs> they were playing Correct. dirty. There was one play where there were three separate pass interference calls. Everybody in the secondary was holding somebody. <laughs> you right. Know? Yeah. And that's yeah. coaching. That's coaching, right? They teach, teach techniques to cheat. I have the respect for that, right? I have issues with Cal Shanahan anyway, but I, you know. <laughs> 49ers can be beat. Yeah, they're coming in mad just because they were embarrassed on Christmas, but they can come in being overly aggressive. You know, Chase Young is, you know, who knows where his mind is, right? Mm-hmm. There was a play, the play in the end zone where uh, Lamar tripped over the official. Chase was chasing Lamar, and that's, you know, I guess that you could give him credit for that, right? But he had an assist from an official. He had to have a dude laying on the field. <laughs> Tripping a quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yes, I'm looking forward. You know, the, the, you know, who knows why they made the decision, right? We ask why all the time. Uh, I don't know what what was it. Did he give a reason for going to Brissett? Uh, I didn't even bother to listen to the press conference this week. No, say, no, uh, just I mean the same thing. You know, uh, the, uh, basically was you know believing that Sam could benefit by sitting down and watching Jacoby work. And I'm thinking, well, if you think that's the case for today, this weekend, the second half of for most of the game, how come that wasn't the thought going into training camp and most of the year that Sam could benefit by watching this guy play? Let's do that this year. Why would you yeah, wait until yeah. now to do that? 
Yeah, you know, I uh, I don't know. It's hard to speculate. It's like he has to be doing it for a reason, or maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just says, well, let's see what happens. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's just see what happens. Huh? So <laughs> maybe that's what we're doing there. Let's see. We'll see. Who knows? Why not? (laughs) Yeah, why not? Who knows? We'll see. One thing we do know is that we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back on the other side of this break with fake news or not. We know that's happening on the Federal Football Report. Hi, I'm Albert Pujols. And I'm Deidre Pujols. And we made it our mission to strike out slavery. Did you know that millions of people, many who are in vulnerable populations, are caught in this nightmare of violence, fraud, and coercion? And during a crisis like the pandemic, even more innocent people are at risk of falling victim to human trafficking. Sometimes we all take true freedom for granted. Freedom to live our life. The freedom to pursue our dreams. The freedom to watch and play baseball. But for far too many, basic freedom has been torn away, often violently and often targeting those most vulnerable among us. That's why we made it our mission to strike out slavery. And we're sending out an SOS because freedom is worth fighting for. Join us. Join baseball fans. Join the fight against human trafficking. Go to strikeoutslavery.com. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. Time for America's favorite segment, Fake News or Not. It's time for Fake News. Or not, 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 the echo is for effect, uh, unnecessary, but it sounds cool. Um, so (laughs) essentially I give Kevin three statements coming out of Washington, DC. He lets me know whether it's fake news or not. Statement number one, Jacoby Brissett will be starter week, uh, uh, 17 and week 18 for your Washington commanders to close out the season. Fake news or not. Fake news, fake news. You know what? I think Jacoby, after this game, is going to uh, develop a mysterious uh, 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 high ankle uh, mm-hmm. sprain. Oh, I tweaked uh, my knee. Can't play yeah, this yeah, week. My, Sorry. My elbow. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I want to, but maybe you should give the young fella a chance to see if he learned anything from watch we beat San Francisco. Right. <laughs> 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 and, and he had such great success against Dallas last year. He has their number. So, uh, well, then again, he played him earlier this year. He didn't have the number. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I hope for Jacoby's sake that that's fake news. I really do because he doesn't need he doesn't need any more audition. They got film on him for his career. He's been a starter in this league. He's been a playoff quarterback in this league. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I would I would hope that that's fake news. I do want to see him against San Francisco, though, just to see uh, Biennemi's offense, what, how he, because Biennemi has had some success against San Francisco. Um, he also had Tyree Hill at the time, but, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I uh, yeah, that, that's, so when, when Rivera and, and Scott Turner first came here, they tried to run a lot of that Kansas City offense, but, you know, with the jet sweep motion, reverse lag, uh, drip, thing whatever right mm-hmm. but they didn't have the the, the kansas city level of, um of they tried to they, they, yeah they just they just did not have the personnel well number and one their quarterback you know, number 15 patrick mahomes i mean he's great he's legit great it's, so yeah, pretty good dude. you don't pretty have good dude. that going for you yeah 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 he's a, you know he <laughs> 
I was watching the game. It was funnier than me. First of all, I'm, I'm so over the whole Taylor Swift thing, right? But the league is promoting that, right? We don't, you know, it's like, I, don't, I can't imagine that there are a bunch of, first of all, I had no idea Taylor Swift was in her 40s. No, she is. Is that right? Is that right? Uh, you know, I, I heard. Let me see. I, yeah, I don't think about, so. We'll, we'll talk about this, right? I, I, you know, was it, no, she's 34. Said, okay, maybe they messed it up because they said 43. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was no, Travis no. Kelsey. He's about the same age, right? Uh, let's see. Let's see how yeah, it's yeah, going. Yeah, because somebody there. Yeah, By the way, as this. I look this up, the, the most, uh, one of Google's most searched uh, terms is Travis Kelsey because of the whole Taylor Swift thing. Right, right, because half and he's of thirty-four fan as well. Yeah, say. he's thirty-four. Right. They, yeah, they misspoke. Whoever made this announcement, um, but thirty-four is still kind of up there for a older pop than star, you right? thought um, she'd be. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Because I remember, you know, back when she was, uh, it must have been. Remember when she won some award and Kanye came up and interrupted mm-hmm. her speak and said mm-hmm. Beyonce should have won. <laughs> <laughs> right, I do remember. Yeah, that's that's the same Taylor Swift I'm thinking about. Just the one who was who was stunned. I don't think she'd do that now. But uh, no, I, no, I think she'd say she'd talk back, right? But well, there'd but, be nobody I'm, I'm on so stage. I mean, security would block that nowadays. I mean, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who was was it? Taylor Swift that uh, that tried to uh, uh, approach some football player or somebody in Vegas or. Uh, no, that was no. Jessica it was Simpson. a Britney Spears. No, Britney Spears. Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. Yeah. Britney Spears. Right, right, right. Any, yeah. Anywho, um, I'm, I'm I'm so over that. Yeah. And anyway, I say all that to say that uh, it's starting to affect Kelsey. <laughs> it's not the same dude. Right. It's, it's right. not the same dude. Right. These the you know these lay off of that and and it's not just because it's Taylor Swift. It's because it's the relationship with a woman. You know what? <laughs> here's what's funny. I, so I talk about this all the time because you know I uh, you know I have a, a golf show on on the radio, and this happens to golfers all the time. Um, and and by the way, not just male golfers but female golfers, they get a significant yeah. other, and then their career they don't win. They don't win for years until they say, you know what? Forget this family time stuff. I need to get back to the grind, and I right. and I need to work. <laughs> I need to practice. And and it's interesting because you know. Travis Kelsey and Patrick, it could also be just the amount of success they've seen in the last few years. Sometimes you get used to success. You think it's automatic and you forget the things that got you there. Like, no, I used to grind every morning, go to practice, grind at night, eat, sleep, drink football. Everything was football. And I think Patrick still has that, but I'm not sure if Kelsey has it. And there's definitely nobody else on the offense from a skill (laughs) position that has that. They just don't have it. Patrick cares like he is, you know, he, he, I mean, and and the the way, you know, he cares was that game where uh, I forget the receiver's name, but he was offsides when they went, when they got that touchdown Um, that he held his composure together until the clock was at, cause he, to me, it's like, he felt like I can still come back. I can still do something. He believed, believed, right. believed, believed. And then right. once the game was over, he went after that referee and he's like, how could you make this? You know, all sorts of kind of stuff. I'm like, well, he was offsides, but I understand his anger, but you can tell he cares. You know what I mean? You can right. tell it means Absolutely. something to him. Patrick to, to me still grinds and still, and still wants it. I'm not sure if there's anybody else on that team that does. And maybe when the enemy left that above play calling and schemes and stuff like that, that fire that the enemy has might've been the thing that, um, you know, uh, 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 hit Kansas city the, the hardest. Cause don't forget the players here in Washington says he's too mean. Right. He's too <laughs> tough. 
he he wants to win too much and you know and so maybe that's what kansas city is missing somebody who will you know grind those gears when people when when guys don't want to grind the gears and tyreek hill maybe that's one of the things that he's missing not necessarily the deep threat and the fast receiver the fact that there's somebody else on that team other than patrick mahomes who cares and works hard above the talent that they have yeah Talking about the motion in the game, there was a play early in the Ravens 49ers game where they had to, they would, uh, they eventually uh, would call for delay a game. They tried to call the timeout, and the center was trying to get the signal straight, and, and they eventually got called for delay, delay of game. And it was like first and go, second and go. And Lamar, you saw him, he was very emotional, like, you mm-hmm. know, because the mistake was made. But the next shot you saw was Lamar walking up to the center and patting him on the side of the head, right? Right, right, <laughs> you know? right, right. He showed his emotion, but he maintained that leadership, right? He said, okay, you know, let's go from here. Let's mm-hmm. not, you know, you know, we're not pouting. Yeah, I'm emotional, but we're not pouting. We're in this together, right? And that showed me more than any run or any com- uh, completed pass. I can't see our court. I can see Brissett doing it. Can't see Sam doing it because Sam doesn't know the importance of that yet. Right. I know I, I see Mahomes doing it right. I just can't see Sam doing it. Um, it, it. Yeah, it's easy to compare our team to other teams because other teams, you see what makes them good. And with our team, you see what we're lacking. Right. right. You know, bottom line, uh, Jacoby's going to start uh, this weekend. Hope he doesn't start next. That's fake news. Uh, you know, I'm gonna send him some flowers. So get well card for the for the last game of the season because he's not looking too well right now. I think he feels something coming on. There you go. There you go. Fake news and not question or statement. I should say number two. Chase Young and his return back home, back to FedEx Field, back to the DMV where he's from, will have a minimum two sack game. Fake news or not? Uh, fake news. Fake okay. news. Fake news. Um. You know that uh, beside all the 49er fans in, in the stands, they're going to be like uh, Chase Young fans. They're going to be wearing the Commanders jerseys. They're going to be wearing 49ers jerseys, right? You know, he was the golden boy, the chosen one. He was the one that was going to take us over the top. He's what we needed. It's funny when when uh, when we had their pick. Then that's exactly what we needed. We needed that superstar generational uh, uh, for radio air quote generational talent. Uh, on defense, and all of a sudden now we need that superstar generation of talent or a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, yeah, I you know, I don't wish uh, Chase any ill. I I just thought that he had a lack of coaching. I thought that there was no one here that would rec- that could recognize and develop what he had to do to be better and like you you stated so many times when we found out that they said that when they get when he and sweat got on the field they decided which end they were going to line up on they decided <laughs> when they, nobody told them they decided amongst themselves first mm-hmm. and second year players there was no leadership there so i, I can't fault him that's not his fault uh <laughs> you know, maybe he was doing the best he could maybe he thought he was good enough but you mm-hmm. know like the song saying you know sometimes your best just ain't good enough you know right. so uh uh yeah, I, I don't. I don't see him. I see him being the same chase. I, you know, we watched him the other night. He might get a sack. You know, depends if Howell's in the game or not. Jacoby will throw the ball away for us. Um, well, see, and that's Sam, that's what's key. If Sam Howell gets on that field, I think Chase Young is going to have a multiple <laughs> sack game. 
If, but it's only going to happen in the same house in the game. But Brissett's going to throw yeah. the ball away. Brissett's not trying to get hit. He'll he'll run out and and take and, and slide. He he's not going to take as many sacks. I'd be shocked if Brissett takes that many sacks. Now, if it's for whatever reason, maybe Brissett right. has the Commanders up, you know, seventeen to to seven, and they say, well, this is now a great time to make a switch at quarterback and put Howell <laughs> in because we're winning. Let's see how he can play with, with an actual lead. Then perhaps that will happen. That's exactly the kind of move they would make. And we, we were left sitting here thinking, why? That's exactly what they would do. And if that happens, I'm calling you immediately, right? I'm saying, oh. If that happens, here's what I promise. If if the commanders are winning while Brissett is the starting quarterback and then the commanders replace him with Hal to have Hal play, Kevin and I will go on YouTube Live uh, Facebook Live, Instagram Live. We will broadcast across, our, and we will we will watch the rest of this sh- uh, the the yeah. game and watch the rest of the show and do the show live as it's happening, right. as it's unfolding for the American right, public, right. because that's something you'd want to see. I'm in. <laughs> so we'll I'm see. in. My first question will be why? Okay, <laughs> exactly. So so uh, we'll see. Fake news or not? Uh, number three, uh, Brock Purdy's. Uh, struggles will continue against this commander's defense led by Ron Rivera. Fake news or not? Fake news. Fake news. You know this defense is is called the vaccine because if you're sick, it'll make you better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know, they still won 12 games, right? You know, I don't know what, what pretty struggles are, right? They, they, they've won 12, so, you know. I'd rather have a struggling quarterback with 12 wins than a great up-and-coming talent with high ceiling and, <laughs> and four, like we got, right? right. You know, you know, struggle be all the way to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 struggle be there. We'll try to figure it out once 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 we get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, during the parade, we'll work it out. <laughs> That's fake news or not on uh, Federal Football Report, 1500 AM, anywhere where you get your fine podcast. So before we uh, take a break, Kevin, um, and and preview this game, uh, your keys to the game and things like that, how was your Christmas? How, how was your holidays? It, it was uh, mild. It, it was mild, except for Christmas Eve. We had uh, my uh, wife and daughters hosted a, sort of like a family brunch. And, you know, I was a little uh, lost because, <laughs> well, to be quite honest, I wanted steak. You know, they, like, <laughs> you know, I thought when they said brunch, they, they, they opened the window for me to have steak, right? And I, and I didn't get steak. They had, you know, chicken and waffles. Yeah, you and, didn't want the shrimp and grits and all the... Uh... Yeah, we had shrimp and grits. My daughter is, 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 makes a great, a great shrimp and grits. We had you can't that. Have, you can't brunch. have black brunch without shrimp and grits. Well, you can't have I, black I, I, female brunch without shrimp, shrimp and grits. Right, right, right. Not in this household, you can't. And, <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, it's interesting, right? They, I could have... They could have kept it all if I had some uh, scrambled eggs and steak. <laughs> I would have been, I would have been happy. And, and I made the discovery, right? I, I don't like Belgian waffles, like the prepackaged ones, right? We have a waffle maker, but they decided with the number of people they wanted to get the uh, the, the prepackaged ones. That's, that's that's just not me. Just not my group. I, I, I can't do it. I can't. Mm-hmm. No, so that was the low point. Yeah, yeah. The low point was the family celebration, which was not saying it was a low point, but that was the worst. And it was cool because everybody had a good time. My aunt, my, I have an aunt who uh, she's a uh, uh, ninety-eight years old. Ninety-eight nice. years old. Uh, the my last, uh, uh, the oldest living relative in my own. Well, on both sides of the family, actually, right? And, you know, she was the youngest of all her siblings, right? Her her father lived to be 100. His brothers lived, lived to be uh, 100. His sister lived to be 104, right? You wow. know, so 
I'm, I'm clinging on little Jean. So she she came by, paid a visit. My sister came up from North Carolina. They had a sleepover that night and went to the casino, <laughs> right? You know, well, that's what one does you know, of that age. I mean, you, you know, you hang out and you, you go gamble money. That's right. 90, 98 years old. And, I, you know, I don't know what her thing is. <laughs> You know, I don't know if she's shooting dice. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the funniest? But, maybe maybe, yeah, maybe I mean, she's like Ocean's 13 and she's, you know, Ocean's 11. She's sitting there, you know, scoping out the joint, about to, about to rob it. That's a good move. Ocean's 98. I like that. Yeah, Ocean. <laughs> you know? yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That would be great. How about your Christmas? How about it, your Christmas? It was good. It was good. It was fun. Um, You know, it was, it was super busy. Uh, Let's see, Friday night. Um, one of Sierra's friends had a Christmas party. Now we've gone to, she's done it for three years straight now. And, you know, again, I'm a plus one. I'm not like the, the girl knows me, but we're not friends. I mean, she's friends with Sierra, my wife. Um, but I'm a social person. And so I think that I'm expected to come and, and kind of entertain as well and, and be, you know, amicable and make people laugh and stuff like that. And so I don't mind yeah, doing it, but yeah, we yeah. hung out way too late. Like we didn't get back in the house till close to two o'clock in the morning, uh, which is way too. So we're still trying to recover from that. And then um, I guess on the, the, uh, let's see, Saturday, we were at her dad's house, her uncle's house and we were hanging out with her dad's side of the family. And we took in a concert at Strathmore, Samara joy. She is a wonderful jazz singer um, she's 24 years old. Her family is ridiculously talented. They're from Brooklyn, New York. She's won two Grammys already. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know much about her. Sierra, you know, she sings and stuff like that. So she so she follows her. Uh, but she had a wonderful jazz concert um, on the 23rd. And then, uh, yeah, man, you know, we fed the homeless on Christmas Eve morning like we, you know, usually do every second and fourth Sunday. And Christmas was here at our house. And then we went to her aunt's house for a second and my, my mother's house for a second. And I came back home and Sierra and a lot of the female cousins went to go see Color Purple. Um, I'm not interested in the movie Fast. at all or, you okay. know, whether it was the movie, the Broadway <laughs> thing or this, I'm just, yeah, it's just not, Color Purple is not my thing. I'm good without it. And so, and so, yeah, it was, it was a full situation, man. And um, I'm just glad that it's, you know, it's all done in the past. And so now we can actually sleep and get some rest. And so yeah, the holidays was busy for us. My 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 family went to see the color purple as you know as a group last night. My my wife, three daughters, right, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they came back and they were talking about it, this and that, and and they were saying that you know part made them cry. This part made me cry. That part made me cry. I said part made me cry was Mister in that house all by himself. That was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and the looks they the looks they gave me. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're causing problems. Yeah, I crossed across the line there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Good. Well, we hope certainly hope that everybody out there had a had a uh, safe and uh, festive uh, celebratory Christmas, right? You know, let's let's you know, it you know they start Christmas, they water it down, they start the sale so early, the decorations are up right after uh, uh, Halloween. The commercialism is 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 is, is sad, right? You right. know, um, so you know it's you know it's. it's incumbent upon all of us to maintain the focus and the reason for the season and uh, have a good time doing it. Because Christmas has always been my favorite time of year. Even Look, when I was a kid, man, at Sousa Junior High School and my introduction to thug life, right? <laughs> you know, at Sousa <laughs> Junior High School, even the thugs would come and have a good time at the Christmas program, right? We of know course. the choirs were singing and all mm-hmm. that, right? You know, so that, that it was truly peace on earth, right? That's what, and Charlie Brown, oh, it was Linus. That's what Christmas was all about, Charlie Brown. Correct. I mean, 
you know, dudes who was like trying to chase me down, taking my lunch money, was up clapping when we were singing the Hallelujah chorus, right? You know, that's <laughs> of course. That's Christmas, man. <laughs> hey, of course it is. That's, that's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So hopefully everyone had a Merry Christmas. We'll be back on the other end of this commercial break to preview the Commanders and 49ers and maybe dive into a little bit of the NFC East. We'll see what we have time to do on the Federal Football Report. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code, and who enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Hey, everybody, it's David and Nikki Nellis for Foodie and the Beast, the D.C. area's one and only food and wine variety show right here on 1500 AM. You want to know what's going on at the local restaurants, what the local chefs are doing and saying, except for the French chefs, I can never understand them, the vineyards, wine seminars, more. It's all right here on Foodie and the Beast every Sunday morning at 11, right here on 1500 AM. Welcome back to the final segment of the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. He's Kevin Stanford. I'm Claude Jennings. Let's go ahead and preview this game against San Francisco. Kevin, my keys uh, to winning number one is Jacoby Brissett should play quarterback and don't even think about putting Sam Howell in. That's key number one. Yeah, uh, key, yeah. <laughs> key number two is move Jacoby Brissett in and, and, you know, out of the pocket. Uh, let's get some waggles going. Let's get some, you know, some misdirection going. Let's let's not have the offense be super predictable. And then, you know, two, let's get the ball in the hands of Terry McLaurin. Throw the ball. Like, get, get him the ball. Um, defensively, uh, you know, take a page out of the Ravens book. You know, try to keep everything right in front of you. I don't, you know, it's funny because I think I said, we, t- we t- say this to the little leaguers, you know, on Madison <laughs> that we coach, don't let anyone behind you and, right. keep, and, and and keep everything right in front of you. Put pressure on the quarterback. I mean, I know if it was that, e- if it was easier said than done, uh, then, you know, this team might have more than just a few wins this season. But I don't think they need to complicate things. Like, I think this team right. is beatable. Like we said, we've seen them vulnerable um, for a few weeks this season, and they were vulnerable last week against the Ravens. So those are my my keys. Yeah, you know, one thing we didn't mention in in, uh, in the uh, the postmortem of the the Jets game was after Brissett led the team down the field several times and ended up with the lead, all they needed was a stop, one defensive stop, but they couldn't do it. There, there was mm-hmm. no pressure. They were they were they, a, a marginal quarterback. They they couldn't for the front four. Even with Payne, they, I don't know if, if Payne is Jonathan Allen still on the team or right uh, right. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they couldn't stop uh, the Jets, who don't have the best offense in the world, for coming down down the field. So there's going to have to be some adjustments. And Ron is going to have to do something. He's going to have to get creative. He's going to have to, you know, you know, go out, ha- have some pride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, go yeah. Out, have a little dignity, right? You know, realize, you know, maybe 
point to Jacoby. Tell the defense, look, play hard like he's playing. Something. They're going to have to do something. <laughs> what we need, you know, it doesn't even have to be maximum effort. Just give me effort. I just want to see some effort. I want to see guys trying. I don't want to see guys walking around with their arms up in the air and say, whose man was that? I certainly don't want them to see, like, Ayuk uh, uh, and Debo running open like they, right, correct. Like they did correct. against the Rams, right? Cover, right? If they beat you, they beat you, right? You know, here's what I really want to see. I want to see Forbes pick one off, right? I, I, I want to see that. I think that would be a, a, a fitting end to his season, right? You know, because they didn't really care about his development and how he felt the way they were jerking and say, okay, uh, first of all, I want you to take the, one of the best guys in the league on national TV. Ready? Break. <laughs> you know what? You know, with, with no help, by the way, you know. They, you know, they wouldn't, you know, they didn't care about his development or letting him grow or, or whatever like that, right? They snatched him in a minute, right? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just want to see effort. Just effort, right? You know, 49ers are certainly playing for home field advantage. Play for pride. Play for yourself. Play like the big Rusky said. I play for me. Right, play for the federal football above nothing else. We've never asked you to do that before. Play for us. <laughs> Win one for us. One for me and Claude. Do that. Can you do that? So Dallas seems to be in a free fall. I, um, you know, don't have. I have not heard from Clyde Jenkins uh, at all in the last two yeah. weeks. I'm concerned. Um, but Dallas has Detroit. It's going to be in Dallas. Uh, this is going to be the Saturday night game. Uh, coming up, and how do you see this one playing out? Dallas is at home for this one. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, there was a, a – I believe it was Tony Romo who was calling the game, and, and Dallas was behind, and uh, he made the statement. I'm paraphrasing him now. He said, you know, Dak is the quarterback. He said, what Dak needs right now is to prove that he's of that next level because they need to drive, they need to score. And right after that, Dak took them downfield, and they scored. And they, and, they, and they took the lead, very similar to the, the Commanders game. And, uh, you know, they're playing a great, you know, they're playing, they're playing a good uh, offensive team. So, but Dak made the statement. I mean, Romo said that he needed to make a statement right then, and he did, right? You know, they need to tighten up some things on offense. I mean, on defense, rather. Uh, and it's always good that your team doesn't peak too early, right? And if there's some things that they work out, and and we, I know we're going to talk about the Eagles as well, but right now let's focus on the Cowboys. Um, it's good for them to be working them out at these points of the season, right? And and not end the season like Dallas did last year against Sam Howell. So mm-hmm. uh, I hate to say this, and if Clyde, if, you, if, if you're listening, man, yeah, this is really me saying that I think Dallas is in pretty good shape. I think they're in a good position. Okay, Dickie. Okay, there you go. There you go. Uh, let's see. The Giants host the Rams. Rams seem to be hot. They're everybody's darling choice that if they make the playoffs, they could do some damage. What do you think? Yeah, they can. They got a veteran quarterback. They're good in the uh, in the key offensive positions. Uh, I I think that uh, you know I, I I they did a pretty good job on AJ Brown and. and um, uh, last week, I'm, I'm talking about the Giants did. Now, I don't oh, know, you know, how they Devontae. Uh, and, 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 yeah, and Devontae Adams. And, uh, yeah, they did a, a decent job on them. So, you know, and it's competitive this time of year. This is the time of year where football players play football. So mm-hmm. they, they're going to let the Rams know that they're there because they're the Giants. They got that Rodney Henderson pride, you know. You they, go. They're going to let them know that they're there. They might not win, but they will let them know that, that they're there. And Tyrod Taylor is back. And they had, you know, had some leadership. They had the, 
you know, DeVito did what he had to do as a backup, right? You know, you couldn't ask him to do anything more than he did. So, uh, yeah, that should be a competitive contest. We're looking forward to that one. And the Eagles hosting the three-win uh, Cardinals. Uh, fly, Eagles, fly is what it looks like this weekend. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, with is Slay out? Do you know if Slay is still out this week? I or? think he is. I think he is. Yeah, that, you know, that was so amazing how drastically the defense changed without him, right? You know, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, you know, if they're, uh, they're the backups are gaining some experience, right? Uh, the, the Eagles offense just seems a little out of out of sorts, out of sync. You know, I don't know if Jalen is hurt or, or you know, maybe it's, you know, that, you know, you talk about, you know, a Super Bowl run and a full season, right? You know, these guys aren't, aren't you know, invincible, right? They're, not, they're flesh and blood. So uh, I, I actually like the Cowboys better in the division than I like the Eagles right now. Again, we, you know, if it's not the time at peak is the last couple of games of the season, but uh, the Eagles struggle a little bit too much against the Giants team uh, mm-hmm. last week. So, um, you know, you know, personally, I hope they all lose, but <laughs> – <laughs> oh, they all lose. Yeah, take that flag. Rodney, all you guys. Yeah. And all of them. It's like all, everybody lose playing each other. There's zero, zero ties, right? You know, but, <laughs> but it is what it is, right? You know, this was when I, the, the love for the team it has to be uh, overtaken by the love of the game. So that's where I am right now. It's the love of the game. And this is this is the time of year. This is my time of year. Well, the good you teams will be playing. There all the good it. teams. We'll be yeah, all good teams. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Federal Football Report. Uh, we will come back after uh, the Chase Young reunion game, and uh, we'll break things down with the San Francisco, San Francisco uh, team headed into the last week of the season after this game this weekend. Uh, oh, and this weekend, yeah, New Year's Eve. And so, everybody, we wish you a safe and happy start to the new year, and we'll be back with more. We'll probably be more the same on the Federal Football Report <laughs> on Federal News Network. 